Next Chapter Podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you love this show, then you're also going to love Lit Society. Lit Society is the weekly book podcast hosted by best friends Carrie and Alexis. Each episode features a different book and includes fiction, nonfiction, romance, and mystery. Enjoy dramatic readings of passages written by legends such as Tolstoy and Toni Morrison, complete with sound effects. Lit Society is hilarious and feels like a night out with friends. Isn't it time you take a break from your routine with a book club that's lit? Subscribe to Lit Society, Books and Drama, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Goodfriend, executive producer of the Play On podcast series at Next Chapter Podcasts. You know, every one of our series seems to have a theme. If there's one for Twelfth Night, I would say that the theme is friendship. Most of our cast for Twelfth Night has worked with each other at some point, and even on this play in past productions. Two actors in the cast, Dan Parker, who plays Sir Toby Belch, and Jordan Barbour, who plays Sir Andrew Aguecheek, were company members together at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival and performed together in Christopher Liam Moore's stage production of Twelfth Night at that theater. I thought it would be nice to bring them together again for a conversation about the play, their work and their experiences together, and what it was like for them to reunite on this podcast series. They're here with me now. Now, full disclosure, I happen to love both of these people oh. very, very much. I know them very, very well. Uh, and uh, our families, in some cases, Dan and his son uh, and my kids are friends. Jordan has babysat for my kids. Dan has housed us when we were homeless. <laughs> we have a lot of history. So if I get a little biased in my uh, joy in being with these two incredible performers, uh, I hope you'll forgive me, listeners. Dan Parker, Jordan Barbour, welcome to the Play on Podcast content series for Twelfth Night. What, Oof, what an yeah. intro. I don't know if I can live up to that intro. I feel so golden. I feel so unworthy. <laughs> there it is in a nutshell. Great. Gordon and Dan. And goodbye. <laughs> See ya. The end. That's about Good it. talk. <laughs> Dan Parker, why don't you start? Uh, tell us how you became an actor. 
Oi. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well, when I we when I was a child, my brilliant brother, who's now a dancer choreographer, David Parker, he would adapt Dickens' A Christmas Carol, and we would perform it in the basement of our family home, in which my parents built the set and costumes all the whole neighborhood. And then we would do a Christmas carol for like four hours to the people in the neighborhood. <laughs> they must have been dreadful. <laughs> thank, you, thank you to everyone who watched when I was. Did like, you did you have a favorite part that you had to well, play? Well, my favorite part was Baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Jesus is in a Christmas carol? No, it's even before a Christmas carol. I guess he did some adaptation of the Bible. Why? Why Baby Jesus? I don't know. My favorite role was Tiny Tim. Oh. But then when I was a depressed gay teen, closeted gay teen, I um, was just on the couch eating and, and doing things that weren't good for me. And my mother was very concerned and she kept trying to get me out of the house and off the couch. I mean, I was in a huge depression. How and old she, were you? I was like 14, 13. And you were you depressed because you but why were you depressed? Do you did you have any? I was I, uh, you know. Who am I? I can't be a gay guy. This is, this is, I can't, this is horrible. It's like a disease. What's mm -hmm. wrong with me? Mm. I didn't know any gay people. I mean, this was, it was not a great time. Where were you? Linfield, Massachusetts. There were no gays in Linfield, Massachusetts? Not out gays, no. Right. Not at that time. This was in 1970 well, something, right? Yeah. And it's just 30 minutes north of Boston. Anyway, my mother's like, do, do you have any interest in going and auditioning for the professional children's theater, Boston Children's Theater? And I was like, all right. And I did. And then I got in and it changed my life completely. Uh -huh. And I was like, yes, I found my tribe. And it was that's how I got into it. Jordan, how about you? Same boat. Depressed teenager. Uh, I was... Um, I kind of had always, well, music was kind of my way into uh, this world. So I, from a very early age, showed a proficiency in singing. And my parents put me in different choirs. And I did like community theater stuff. Like if you can ever imagine that there was a time when I was small enough to play a munchkin, I was in The Wizard of Oz as a munchkin. And, you know, like school plays here and there. Um, I'd always loved music. I'd always loved music and theater and the natural route for me to go would have or should have been musical theater probably. But, you know, my parents were just trying to figure out what avenues would lead me to uh, the best success or what, what, what seemed like the best route for me to go. And so I kind of went the classical music route kind of from the age I was 10 and started training classically. And so I did that for my teenage years and through college, I was pretty miserable the whole time because it's not what I wanted to be doing. I didn't want to be an opera singer. I love that music. I love that style of singing. I'm glad I got that training, but um, it's not really where my heart and focus was. And then basically upon graduation, I left the classical music world and really immersed myself in the theater world. Uh, and it was kind of just like starting from scratch and didn't have any formal acting training, didn't have any leads or any people to help guide me. So I kind of just like 
took jobs as they came and eventually found my way to the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. Um, and like Dan, I, I was a depressed teenager and my parents were really supportive in that they had no idea what to do with me. Um, and so they were like, well, well, we'll put him in voice lessons. We'll put him in, I, I don't come from a particularly artistic family. Um, so they didn't really understand the world of it, but I, I'm very grateful that they were supportive and tried to help me find outlets for it. This is Michael Goodfriend, executive producer of the Play On podcast series. I hope you're enjoying this conversation with the creatives behind the scenes. To listen to the full interview, join the Play On supporting cast for just $5 a month, which by the time you hear this might be less than you'll pay for a gallon of gas. You'll get in-depth interviews featuring some of the most brilliant artists working today. You'll also enjoy ad-free episodes of the Play On podcast series. Subscribe today for $5 a month. Join the cast. Go to ncpodcast.com and sign up today. Thanks for listening. Got 10 minutes? Count down to blast off with host Bethany Van Delft every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Get ready for a bite-sized podcast for kids and their adults that explains what's going on in the world. It'll bring you the context that all kids and their adults need to know about events, sports, science, gaming, pop culture, entertainment, and more. Awesome guests like Lego Masters Judge Amy Corbett, Dr. Anthony Fauci, and the voice of Pokemon's Ash Ketchum are guaranteed to swing by. Make the 10 news part of your family routine to connect, explore, and learn something new. And look out for the 10 News Road Trip remixes every Thursday this summer, which explore the topics you care about most. Listen to the 10 News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Next Chapter Podcasts.